It's Chad and Evan Daily with material from Chad and Evan's live show on 104.9 The Wolf. I'm Chad. Evan is away today. Recovering from a horrible uh, slow pitch coaching injury, uh, he's such a softy. I I don't know how he did it, but he hurt himself with the clipboard. I, I don't know exactly what it is. Uh, over the weekend, I went to uh, I traveled way up north, as I said to Evan on Friday. I'm going up north, and he said, "How far is up north?" I said, I don't know, a couple hours. He said, that's not up north. And I said, how dare you judge me? And I said, in fact, it is up north because anything up north is north. Lumsden is up north from here, so stop it. All right. It's a, uh, listen, I'm not, you know, Lewis and Clark here or Lois and Clark. I can't remember which one it was. Well, Lois and Clark was Terry Hatcher, right? It was, okay, n- never mind. Uh, so, yeah, I went up to Barrier Lake, which is not that far north, but it's, it's like by Greenwater, Kelvington area, you know. And uh, my brother and his family were, uh, they, they rented a cabin there. They were nice enough to invite us. And uh, this, this cabin was so cool. It was like, it's one of those A-frame cabins. You know which ones I'm talking about. And um, it, was, it was like really rustic. If I go to a cabin, I don't want to walk in and see like brand new laminate floors, stainless steel appliances. I don't, like, I don't want to walk in and have a 55-inch TV up on the wall. I don't want any of that stuff. It's a rustic. Like, I, when we went there, they had an original PlayStation, okay, VHS tapes. It was all wood when you walk in. It had one of those, like, lakey kind of murals on the wall that you would only see at dental offices back in the day. That's the kind of cabin I want. If I were to buy a cabin, that's what I would get. I don't even hunt, but I'm putting dead antlers on the wall. Do you know what I mean? Like, you got to have a cabin. Like, this place was perfect. It was the definition, to me, of what a cabin should be. So we had a lot of fun. We got out on the water a little bit, too. And, uh, yeah, it rained a little bit, but the weather smartened up enough for a few hours for us to get out. So I hope you had a good weekend. Maybe you spent it at the lake, whatever it is. If you're on holidays this week, man, you are in luck. Chad and Evan Daly. They found a new skull in China. This one could actually kind of um, force us to tweak the evolutionary chain a little bit here. Um, if you believe in that kind of thing. <laughs> okay, so this uh, skull uh, was found in China. The dates back about 300,000 years. Uh, and uh, it's that, it was actually found in the same place where they found the oldest known skull of a modern human. So and I guess that might mean something. Uh, it it represents, it, it's kind of, it looks like a human skull, but kind of not. All right. It resembles it in the way that it has a flat face, but they say that the forehead is a, uh, much more primitive, whatever that means. Um, the jaw is also very primitive looking. Uh, you ever think that maybe it, it's not like a new species of anything? It was just an ugly person. Just a one-off, you know? Like, I've seen some really ugly people in my life. You'll be walking along, and like, and, and so ugly that they actually, you actually have to pause. I'm sure you've met those people before, too, where you're like, oh, boy. And you don't treat them any different, but you have that moment where you go, ooh, ooh, okay. You know? Like, <laughs> But you don't make that audible sound, because that would be rude. You keep it inside, but there's that, you have that, like, almost like an inner gasp. Like the, your your inner being is going, oh, whoa. That could be it. 
They also said that this uh, new skull lacks a, quote, true chin. So definitely did not come from us because I've, myself included, but I, I go around and I see many people with multiple chins. Chad and Evan Daily. Every time I go out, okay, I'm using the same lures, the same rods, the same bait as everybody else. I'll be on boats with people, and they're all catching fish, and I'm not. Or, or ice fishing. You know, we'll be in the same shack. They'll be pulling fish out of their hole. Me, no, nothing. How is it, and, and I know I'm not the only one that experiences this. How can you be bad at fishing? It's, is fishing not just more luck than anything? Is it the movement of my lure? Do, do I have some sort of stink on my hands when I when I put the f lure on the line? I don't know. I don't understand. I don't get it. But every time I go out on a boat, I get nothing. Can can the fish like do they can they sense my blood pressure rising throughout the day as I get nothing? Or maybe it's because I catch no fish, so I get drunker, and then everybody else. You know, they're too busy reeling fish in, and I, I get too lazy throughout the day, and I get too drunk to bring the fish in. Maybe that's it, and the fish just know. And they, they're like, ah, this guy's hammered. I'll just go up here. I'll grab the bait right off the hook because he won't even feel that fish. He won't even feel me on the line, and, uh, and then I'll get out of here. I know he's been sitting there drinking Hot 100 all day. Chad and Evan Daly. So back when I, uh, you know, was in my younger years, when I would, uh, you know, 19, 20, yeah, around there. If you were a guy, you drank beer or whiskey. In my group, anyway. And that was pretty much it. If you drank anything other than that, you would be judged relentlessly. Like, if you showed up to a party with coolers or anything like that, it was game on. You were you were gonna get you were gonna get razzed without a doubt. If you showed up with like any sort of iced tea that had alcohol in it, no, 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 no. If you showed up with boomerangs back in the day, you, if you know, you know. No, man, that wasn't that was a no go. But I've realized that's that's how you know you're getting older when you don't care about it anymore. I'll walk into a party now. And I, I, I'll, I'll walk in with the pinkest of cans you've ever seen. It doesn't matter. It could be, I'll walk in with sangria, and I'll just be like, yeah, I'm drinking sangria. What up? What the problem is? Don't care anymore. I don't need it. I don't need whiskey. I don't need beer. All right? I'm, I'm not saying I'm, I'm away from them, that I don't touch that I don't like them every now. Of course I do. But I'm also saying that if I walk in with some sort of seltzer, you better give a guy respect. I don't care anymore. <laughs> I don't. And you know what? My buddies don't either. Because back in the day, it used to be, oh, look at this. Look at fancy pants. Look at him. Bringing in his Rockaberry cooler. Oh, you got to have your Rockaberry cooler because you like you like your drink to taste sweet. You can't, you can't handle your drinks. But now, I'll be walking in with some sort of white claw cherry whatever it is and my buddies will be, they won't be bugging me they'll be saying hey man hey, hey man hey uh you got another one of those uh, i've i've always wanted i saw him at the liquor store the other day i, I wanted to try 
Chad and Evan Daily. So you got to make mental notes in life. You learn from other people's mistakes, okay? You see what they've done and you go, I'm never going to do that in my life. All right. So this is one of those. Christina Herrilla, she's 37 years old. She just set a world record because she completed, uh, she, she climbed K2, all right? The big mountain, big, big mountain. On July 27th, she became the fastest person to scale all 14 of the world's tallest mountains with an elevation over 8,000 meters. That's quite the feat. Now, it should be noted that's not what she's known for. Video is, uh, has come up of, of her. So they had a drone flying over one portion of her climb, and it caught footage of her uh, apparently stepping over a dying person to continue her climb. A Sherpa was injured and she literally stepped over the person to keep going on her climb. Um, yeah, probably not the best thing to do. But then again, I mean, how are you going to help? Everybody knows the risks when they go on these climbs. <laughs> I don't know. It's a tough one. I guess... All right, fine. Don't step over dying people when you're trying to just do something that's considered recreational to most people. Noted. So, Chad, write it down. When you try to climb the 14 tallest mountains in the world, don't step over dying Sherpas. All right. Thanks for tuning in to Chad and Evan Daily. New episodes every weekday on your favorite podcast app and full audio available at thewolfrocks.com. Don't miss Wolf Mornings with Chad and Evan. Weekdays from 6 to 10 on Regina's Rock Station, 104.9 The Wolf.